This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of NL Hafta in these covid times, one of the few days when we all come to office and record the hafta at the table sitting together. Hopefully we're all covid free. Hope yes, you guys are. are all taking precautions unless we are asymptomatic. Yeah, asymptomatic. Yeah, in fact that's one of the things we've we'll been discussing. I think we already have it given uh, the Delhi's survey that's come out one in four person. Yes, we shall discuss that survey but let me introduce the panel first. Joining us actually from Assam. Where exactly are you right now Sushant? I'm in uh, Guwahati right now. You're I'm in based Guwahati. in Guwahati. Okay, based in Guwahati. And uh, so Sushanta Talukdar, he's the editor of How do you pronounce it? Nizin? Nizin? Yeah. How do you? Yeah, Nizin.com. 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 That's N-E-Z-I-N.com. It's a bilingual uh, webzine on the Northeast. He has 28 years of experience of covering India's Northeastern regions and its neighborhood for local and national dailies. He covered the region for 11 years for the Hindu newspaper. He took voluntary retirement from the Hindu as a senior assistant editor and he launched Nizin. and with his wife ratna bharli talukdar she's a national award winning journalist and writer in the same year as he took voluntary retirement from hindu he's been a regular contributor to frontline since 2004 and travels widely in the region to report on political happenings armed conflicts ethnic conflict situations development and governance issues and natural disasters much of which is i guess occupying your time right now so welcome ya Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the generous introduction. <laughs> no, not at all, Sushant. Thank you for making the time. Uh, before we get into the discussions, and I know a headline discussion, at least at this hafta, is going to be a Sam. Uh, let's. What else made the news in the country? We have Manisha tell us. But before she does, may I please remind you to pay to keep news free. Click on newslawney dot com on the top right hand corner and subscribe because when the public pays, the public is served. And I will never tire of saying this. A 35-year-old journalist Vikram Joshi was shot dead in Ghaziabad in UP. This was a revenge attack because he had uh, reported the harassment of his niece. Floods have affected lakhs in West Bengal, Assam, Bihar, and Meghalaya. Out of all the flooded states, West Bengal has reported the highest deaths at 151. That's crazy. I mean, right after Amphan, the state has had to go through this. And over 1.72 lakh people in 23 districts have been affected in the state. Uh, Biplab Deb has apologized for comments on Punjabi's jats. He said <laughs> he basically said that they're not very smart. They're not very smart, but they're good-looking or something. They're, they're they strong. They're strong. But that's the oldest stereotype in this country. Uh, it's really strange. I think they're the smartest. So I think it's just people jealous of Punjabis who make these. That's what. I mean, I know a lot of Jats like and Punjabis in the East. Very little to do with reality. Uh, anyway, so he's like a good. Uh, you know, this is what most news anchors also do. Ki I'm not saying this; these are thoughts of some people. Hmm. So, uh, in the Vikas Dubey encounter, the Supreme Court has pulled up UP for failing to uphold law of the land. Thank fact, you. They are going to. They want an inquiry that how did a guy like him get bail? Yeah. In the first place, so they they want some sort of a judicial inquiry into that that order of the court court that gave him bail. Isn't that a bit rich for the Supreme Court to say this <laughs> to uphold the law of the land? Yeah, Nal Mera. Today, Supreme Court can't say that. Contempt notice will come. Someone with forty forty cases, he was out on parole. Forty mm. cases. Rajasthan High Court uh, will issue order on disqualification petitions. There's been a cabinet meeting held at Gehlot's residence. Meanwhile, BJP has said that there's indirect emergency in Rajasthan. In fact, we'll explain this a little bit because there are many wheels within wheels. So hopefully, Raman and I can shed some light too. Clarify. Three foreign experts were injured after fire broke out at OIL's Bhagjan gas oil well. This is in Tinsukia, Assam, where the fires have been 
on for a while now mm. since june 9th yeah uh, supreme court has sought a detailed response from prashant bhushan on contempt matter over his tweets we can discuss this yes and the, in fact the tweets in question apparently is that this supreme court will go down as having weakened democracy or something of the sort it was that vague so yeah over 23% of delhi residents have coronavirus antibodies according to a serology survey this was the first of its kind so one in every four person yeah. is that the yeah pretty yeah. much nearly i hope i've had it and it's over okay covid 19 <laughs> meanwhile covid 19 vaccine for those who have not got it yet some reason to feel happy the oxford candidates are safe and showing some immune response in trial but there's still a long way to go yes. there's phase 3 which is the most crucial and other than this the two american vaccines also entering phase 3 and uh, the us has already placed an order for the how many million they paid 2 billion dollars and they've blocked whatever 1.6 million vaccines they've already ordered up or maybe 116 million something of the sort so on that note we shall start off with what's happening in assam uh so couple of things sushanta we have two bits from uh, you know your part neck of the woods as they say one is the oil fires which did not get that much attention at that time but right. would you say that for a change this time at least some sections of hindi and english media uh, which is you know watched in much of the policy making circuits have taken up the assam floods with the kind of attention they deserve or you think it's still too little too late i i think the discussion was was more on the uh, the alternative platforms uh, rather than the what we call in the so called uh, mainstream media i would not like to although myself i would not like to call anything as mainstream media because mm. we we are very in a difficult position to call whichever is mainstream and whichever is periphery because mm. media after the advent of digital media so but i believe across the digital platforms it has created a buzz and following that the uh, the other channels like the traditional channels traditional newspapers uh, newspapers have been doing all along it's not that they have not done it before uh, but then the uh, the, the digital uh, channels did it uh, in on a wider scale that finally probably pushed the the, the, the television news channels to pick it up but you are right uh, compared to previous flood season or the previous years this time the people of india is talking more about the the flood situation in assam that's right now tell me how bad is it it's you know as far as the area is concerned i believe now it's not just assam the parts of arunachal also that meghalaya uh, and west bengal yeah. now a this happens every year you know just like the kosi flood of bihar that happens every year in fact yeah. when i was you know i've traveled there extensively every dhaba or eatery is on these 30 foot stilts like True. that's how they build the stuff because they know that there's going to be a flood every year is there True. i mean is this something one has to live with is all of assam technically a flood plain and us complaining that it gets flooded is kind of pointless like for example in delhi when it rained you know all the water came out of the nizamuddin bridge that's because the flood plain we have constructed on that that flood plain belonged to the river in spate is so, is that the case there or is it basically mismanagement no, yeah, it, of it's land it's slightly different because it is also partly it's natural and partly man made i mean going by the devastation like uh, just to give you an idea of the scale of devastation from may 22nd onward till yesterday uh, as many as 56.27 lakh population is affected in this flood hmm. 580 relief camps were opened to give shelter to the displaced people and the crop area affected is 2.54 lakh hectares and uh, already 89 lives have been lost in floods 
and the figure is more when you take into a consideration the people dying in due to landslide. Landslide right. in Guwahati, landslide in hill areas. See, this is just two waves of flood. We are going to have one more. The, we, we Just to understand, Assam's floodplain area is 40% of its total geographical area. So that means 40% of the state of Assam is actually a floodplain. Actually a floodplain. Wow, and okay. how, how it is, how the width of the Brahmaputra is increasing. See, 1897 and 1950, we had two great earthquakes. Following the earthquakes, the riverbed came up. Also, because of the heavy silt, silt the river carries. Brahmaputra right. is a international river, right? From it, it has it has basin countries of China, India, Bangladesh, Bhutan. So uh, the, its tributaries and the river it carries a lot of silt, and heavy because of heavy siltation, the carrying capacity of the river uh, has gone down. So the river width is going up and therefore the there is bank line severe bank line erosion because the when the water cannot be carried by the river then it is spilled over so the flood plain area is also getting increased and because the population is also growing increasing years of the year so the affected effect and the and the cumulative impact is going up now i can just get you give you an idea from 1953 onwards till 2019 26.15 million hectare crop land was affected in floods. Wow. Successive years of flood. 45.96 wow. lakh houses have been damaged. Over 3,500 human lives have been lost. 6.86 lakh cattle lives have been lost. Over 5,000 crores of public institutions have been damaged. Now, when you take, I mean, when we talk about, discuss flood, we talk, discuss about the flood, particularly in that particular wave or into one or two successive waves. But the problem with Assam is that we forget to talk about flood after the last wave is over. So the and numbers, the data flood comes. The data you just shared is of how many years? Sorry, could you tell me? Uh, this is from 1953 onwards. Wow, okay. So, so I mean, the, the damage that this causes and the losses that this causes, you know, even in economic yeah. terms is huge. Very huge and it's a cascading impact. See, you, 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 after this flood, people will rebuild their life, start rebuilding their lives. They will repair the house. They will go back to the field because their, their, their crop was lost. So they will again go for cultivating their land and they will start their life. But imagine the same household being affected by flood years after years, years after years. Mm. And you can imagine mm. what is the, what the, the economic condition, cascading impact of the economy. So the story that we need to tell is the cumulative impact, the waves of floods that leave the impact that leave on uh, the people of Assam. It's just not just about talking about one flood or one waves of flood or the flood in a particular year. It's been happening. Apart from flood, yes, flood, when it comes and when the water recedes, people can re go back to their life. Another severe problem is the erosion. I explained to you in the beginning that because of the, the, the riverbed coming up the, following the earthquakes and the siltation load, the, the, the bank line erosion is increasing. So uh, erosion figure, if I, want, if I can give you the erosion figure, hmm. since 1951, as much as 60 lakh hectares, 8,000 square kilometer of land has been eroded away. And it has led to displacement, cumulative displacement of 10 lakh families. So more and more people, families are becoming landless due to erosion. 
So erosion is a much more severe problem than flood. But in, in the, uh, the State Disaster Response Fund and the National Disaster Response Fund, erosion is not considered as a national calamity. When you have the loss of land, then you become landless. Then you become a sharecropper. Then you have no place to stay. You have no place to cultivate. You have to move to... I mean, then you become labor rather than a farmer, really. Yeah, that, that, that is so what's happening. Dehari. So I think one thing that is clear, at least from what you're saying, is that almost half of Assam is a floodplain. But... Almost, almost. 40% is And Guwahati, since I've been there, those of us who've been there know that it is on a slightly higher, it's slightly mountainous region. So Guwahati never gets flooded. Is that right? Yeah, we have the waterlogging problem in Guwahati, but otherwise... No flooding. uh, Normally... It, it's yeah, 1988. It flooded uh, the the floodwaters of Brahmaputra entered the city around 1988 and 2004 a little bit, but otherwise uh, it remains. So we have safe. a piece on this. You know, if the panel can come in, Ayan wrote a piece that it was picked up by several Hindi channels and a few English channels mm-hmm. for a change. Some the, good ground reports. There were yeah, there were people reporting from there. But I mean, if a population boom is happening and you know the amount of people who exist in Assam and if half of Sam is a floodplain, this is an unsolvable problem. I mean, should we just get used to it? That's what I was wanted to ask uh, you actually. That is, I mean, is there a solution to this, or is just uh, we just have to the, accept the, that it's going to happen? That, solution that I mean, it has to be. It has to have multi-pronged uh, approach. I mean, I mean, you cannot manage uh, river Brahmaputra is an international river having five to, five like eighty thousand uh, uh, square kilometer area as its uh, uh, basin area. I mean, until and unless there is international cooperation between the basin countries, you cannot manage the river in just one piece, one stretch of the river. So I guess, and this is not the time China and us are going to sit together and discuss Brahmaputra for sure. So that ain't happening. Yeah, but then uh, there are efforts. It's not that the people are not doing efforts. There are water, like there are Saki waters when uh, it tried to bring experts from the open up dialogue, river dialogue with the basin countries, experts from the basin countries. So that there can be at least some kind of cooperation in managing the uh, the the river. Otherwise, simply just the solution that is being tried is the the construction of the embankments that is being tried since 1950s onwards. No, uh, so in Assam, around 423 embankments. These are sand embankments. So these are put on uh, on the river side. So that on the other side of the embankment, the 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 crop area, houses of the people can be safe. Now. 90% of these 423 embankments, these have outlived their span hmm. and they are vulnerable to breaches. This year only, 200, this, this flood, two, two F's of flood, we have as many as 200 out of 423, 212 embankments have been breached. Wow. 1,720 roads in 30 districts have been damaged by flood. 182 bridges, culverts have been washed away. So, hmm. The embankments, until and unless you the reconstruct the embankments, these are not providing any solution because the, the funds are released and then it becomes just the the uh, the unscrupulous uh, the business contractor politicians. They will just clear the money among themselves and do some repair work, little bit of repairing work. And when the flood water comes, it gives way to to the pressure of the 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 water pressure and the embankment is breached. And the water inundates the village and the, the crop area. So until and unless these embankments are rebuilt, because they have 
90% of these embankments have outlived their span. Right. So now clearly corruption is a problem there. That's endemic. It's a perennial problem in many states, true, including true. many parts of Northeast, especially they have a special fund that actually goes out there. So there's more to share among politicians and bureaucrats. As far as the death toll is concerned, Bengal has had like 151 people dead this flood, right? there, uh, The death toll is, a, is really high in Bengal considering the, the flooding has happened there more recently as in Assam. Yes, yes. Bengal, and then we, we get to see the high uh, death toll in Bihar also. Right. Bihar is also ravaged by flood. Uh, it's badly. I think one thing though, I mean, at least with Odisha, we can learn is that cyclones are were an annual event there, but at least yes, the government got yes, its act yes. together in evacuating before. So it's a natural phenomenon yeah. that you can't really work your way around, but at least you prepare. I think at least with Assam and other states that hasn't happened. Or even if you look at Delhi, for example, now we've accepted that every winter we're going to breathe poison. We read a story about Kaziranga. Right. Where I think uh, the the forest guys, you know, they have created some uh, artificial mounds or artificial hillocks so that the whenever there is a flood, so animals yeah. can go, you know, over those hillocks and they can save their lives. So how effective yeah. it is. So we read this story in the Indian Express. Right. Uh, so how effective this is? This is, uh, yeah, uh, as, much, uh, as many as 30 highlands have been built uh, by the department mm. inside Kajiranga. But the problem with this, see, uh, uh, it's a grassland. Mm -hmm. And it has its own uh, the character, no. So you cannot build too many highlands all over the park, and that is that that, that will be very disastrous. So these highlands can provide shelter, but the pro main problem lies in the, the 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 road that passes through the the park. Yeah, that's the no? the, the, so the elephant corridor that they've got a bit of highway right through. Mm. Because the animal corridors are there, and this road intersects with the animal corridors as many as five to six animal corridors. Uh, so when the flood occurs, the animals, they cross over to the to the other side. On the on the other side, it's a hilly area. The, uh, the, uh, the landscape is hilly. That's part of Kajiranga Hills. So they go and to higher land on the other side naturally. That is a natural habitat. But that these corridors are affected by the vehicle movement. In fact, on Daily Dose, you know, Snigdha, a wonderful Daily Dose presenter, had also given the data, not all the animals, in fact, more animals have died because of vehicle impact than by drowning when they were fleeing. Uh, so, so No. The, the, uh, the official figure that says uh, the uh, animal hit, uh, hit by the vehicle is around 17. Okay. I have the data this morning. Okay. And uh, we have uh, like 12 rhinos have died so far, 9 due to drowning. Hmm. And due to uh, natural uh, death, they uh, oh, described. Okay. And hog deers, around 16 hog deers have been, uh, 17, 17 hog deers have been uh, killed due to animal, sorry, uh, uh, vehicle hit. That, that is that is the more. Sorry, how many deers have been hit because of vehicles? 17. Uh, at least 93 hog deers have died. Oh, I see. Okay, so okay, so it's much higher than. Around 17 have been, uh, 17 have been killed due to uh, vehicle hit. And there was this one news item that, you know, the these elevated points for the animals to escape the water, they had come there, but the chief minister was to land, so they had to be shooed out of there. Is that true? That, that, uh, not chief minister. Uh, when uh, the finance and health minister, he had gone to take, uh, gone for a review to talk with the, the park guards. Hmm. Then there was a, uh, it happens like when you go uh, on the, the road track, hmm. the rhino also comes up, not the highland, okay. uh, it, on, on, the, on the inside road. So the, it had to be soothed away and then he could uh, so that she push could, it. Yeah. Can you put some light on the state disaster management that you have? I mean, 
what kind of body is this how do they prepare for every year you know for handling this i mean who these people are yeah uh, so it's for the disaster preparedness they have the uh, the primarily it's depending on the building uh, that uh, standing of the embankments mm-hmm. so the every year like this year we have the bridges 212 bridges uh, in the embankments we have 423 embankments so when the floods bridge the flood water bridge the embankments then this needs to be plugged the gap bridged uh, bridge and then repaired but this year what happened and many of the bridges remain unattended and they also cited the reasons of covid but then it happens they wait they'll be waiting for the release of fund till the end of the closer to the the onset of the monsoon and then when flood comes then the work is also poor but besides that uh, this uh, i have uh, explained it these embankments have outlived their lives right. they were built in around 50s 60s 70s so their normal span is around 25 years to 30 years and they have already outlived their span so whatever what only management they do is just wherever the breaches occur they will plug it with sand and then there there are some new uh, methodology uh, technique technology they have applied is geo bag geo textiles but it is not all over and they in some places they put build up concrete spurs but then even in like say mazuli this year the 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 concrete spur they that put that has been washed away so it's again being uh, exposed to to the water uh, inundation right. and uh, so this is primarily but the problem with assam is that poor utilization of the disaster response fund so although it is the embankment construction and the major repair cannot be taken up with this uh, state disaster resp- uh, response fund but the relief and rehabilitation at least the the damage of the house so house buildings public institution schools this can be taken up with the fund but then every year assam will have savings of the state disaster response fund and this has cost the state very dearly because the 15 finance commission it has made its allocation based on the formula of giving weightage to expenditure by the states over 7 years from 2012 to 2017-18 and based on the calculation assam has got only 772 crores whereas maharashtra has got 3222 crore hmm. bihar has got 1416 crore up has got 1933 crores Madhya Pradesh has got 100, 1,820 crores. Rajasthan has got 1,481 crores. Gujarat has got 1,324 crores. West Bengal has got 1,011 crores. Tamil Nadu has got 1,020 crores. So Assam has got 772 crore under the new. It is newly nomenclature is State Disaster Risk uh, uh, Disaster Risk Management Fund, of which 80% of is State Disaster Response Fund. and 20% is state disaster mitigation fund so assam has got low allocation because it failed to utilize the fund in time above from the state disaster response fund i mean nobody will in assam will talk, start will talk about flood after the last wave is over yeah and i think that's true for many of the government you know fund allocation that based on how much you spend you know they give you true, for true, the funds true. and uh, just one more thing regarding this the people who are injured at the bagjan gas well in tinsukia right. now this has i guess since june this has been burning how does the flood impact this and what is the impact of this you know in tinsukia and other adjoining districts or areas of villages 
seen. The flood has also affected the same people who were affected by the uh, the blowout in the Bagzan gas well. No, they have been so many uh, of the people are still in the relief camps, and uh, uh, the, the floods have also disrupted the, the the operation to douse the fire. Yesterday, you have mentioned already that three experts that uh, from the alert uh, who are working for an experts who are working on the the controlling the well. I mean, the dousing the fire, uh, there was an explosion and they also sustained injuries, minor injuries in that. And that flood has also affected the entire area because it's part of that same floodplain. So we, it is also affected. And people uh, people out there, they, they, their crop were destroyed, their homestead gardens were destroyed uh, due to the fire following the, the, the blowout in the gas well. So they have uh, also been affected by the the floodwaters. Right. Sushant, I just want to ask, uh, so all these people who are annually affected by this, is there some way uh, the government is helping them to get back on their feet? Uh, do they get any compensation? Uh, they do. They do in, in the sense that, but then it takes time. And then uh, not everyone is able to get the uh, rehabilitation grant in time. And then the, the most of the times, even though they are been able to go back, see, Apart from being flood, they are also affected by the erosion. Like, and, and erosion creates the, also the political problem. It adds to our political problem of the identification of the foreigners, issue, NRC, all these things, even erosion has a great impact. Like we have the shore areas, we have the river, a tiny river island across the Brahmaputra river course, where people uh, live, almost 2.5 million people live on these shore islands. Mazuli is a bigger island. Mazuli is also affected in flood and erosion. Erosion is a severe problem for Mazuli. So people have to take shift to the, the, the urban growth centers to work as a construction worker. So erosion-affected people are not getting the rehabilitation it should have got because it's still not in the priority list. Uh, it is not considered as a natural calamity in, in the true sense of the, the, the fund. But the state government can now declare it as a local disaster. But then the erosion is more severe than the flood problem. Flood after the flood water recedes, the but the, the, the erosion takes away the land. It becomes landless. Right. So that 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 proportionate compensation has has not been. So is uh, is, is NRC still something that is spoken about there? Is it an issue? What is what what is NRC in Assam today? Yeah, it is not there. But then then that it remains. The issue remains. I mean, yeah. And uh, now the election year is approaching. In another six months' time, we will be in the election mode. And naturally, all these issues will come up. And then every time after post-flood, post-erosion, people have to shift to these areas. And then that, uh, the uh, old narratives uh, is revived. Over, over, be it uh, NRC, be it voter uh, list, be it uh, the issue of identity. So this all has a direct impact. So... Erosion needs a prior attention, and 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 it should be considered uh, equally uh, as a severe natural disaster as with flood. And uh, before we let you go, you want to tell us a little about your news venture. Why did you think of starting it? Did you think that there is not enough that is being done in the covering the northeast, and you can tell our audience a little bit about it so they can go check it out? Yes. See, idea of launching this uh, website was there in uh, one something that we can highlight about northeast uh, was in our mind me and my wife she's also a journalist and uh, so we didn't have initially earlier we didn't have the technology now the digital technology has made it possible 
Now we actually, uh, so I'm I'm against complaining against anyone right now. I mean, I have I have no right to accuse any media outlets in India outside the northeast to complain that they are not covering you. But because <laughs> uh, we can tell the story because we are the technology with hmm. us. That was the main idea. Now we we when we thought that yes, uh, northeast stories can get more space. Politically, uh, this uh, this reason is not given too much of priority because uh, when we talk into large uh, spectrum of Indian politics, the number, because of the less number of the uh, uh, parliamentary seats, so this gets less preference. So then, but then the, the issues like diversity, biodiversity, culture, everything. I, I mean, every single place on the art is so unique. It, each place has to tell its own. I mean, I, I should not say that only Northeast should figure. Why not? Why, why we should also learn about in all other places, every single places on art, including other states in, in India. And once but you learn, do tell Biplav Dev about it also, including Punjab and Haryana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but then yeah, we 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 found that yes, we need we have many stories to tell. Probably, which for many reasons they have not got the space, but. The technology has now made it possible to take these stories, tell these stories to the outside world. Right. That is our main idea of our launching our website. So I can just share quickly one example, if you have, uh, if you allow me. Sure, go uh, ahead. Like we did one story, one of our contributors, Kishore Talukdar, he is a journalist, a local journalist uh, living in one district. And he wrote about a small place that cultivates khasi mandarin variety, uh, variety of oranges. So he wrote about the plight of the farmers who were affected by the some disease infestation in the, the 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 tree, and then they became very poor. They have lost everything, and then he did a story for us. And the moment this he did the story, the next morning we got a mail from science reporter in Germany, and then he uh, why he was so interested in this story. He said that the same Casimandarin variety, it was and the same kind of uh, the impact the problem. The, the entire farmers in Europe were also having, and they were also looking at solutions that are being tried in, across the world. So just one study, one Boko place that otherwise would have been considered too local to be published in any, any of the national news channels or any of the national newspapers, no, any of the national outlet. But that story could travel as far as to Germany and connect with Germany science reporter. So we have the technology with us, and that was the main idea so and there was an offer uh, in Hindu that uh, it, it it gave an offer to take VRS for those who have already completed ten years. I, I seized the opportunity. The other package was good then, so I uh, we decided that I should seize this opportunity. So I put my VRS application. Good move. I, I get it, and then we started this. Uh, so we we cover basically. Well, we have not gone for daily news engagement, but sure. we are going for the long form. And uh, also we are doing, uh, well, we are trying to generate the content. No, that's great. Yeah, and good luck to you. Good time you got out of the Hindu. Otherwise, you may have been part of the entire firings that are happening all across the news media, across the country and Hindu too. We have an app in Google Play Store. Right. Uh, we have not given it as a subscription mode as yet. We have still kept it open, but because we are still developing the content. Yes. Once you once you have a big enough footprint, I'm sure people will be happy to pay you for journalism because I think that's the only and model that survives. Let me also put on the record, uh, express that I follow news laundry very closely and 
I really appreciate the, the investigation that you do in all kinds of, I mean, uh, after getting a story, I always look forward to you to go get back and then what about a detailed story that you have done because the investigation that you do is so detailed. Thank you I so much. Yeah, you. Sushanta, thank you. And uh, we have thank our, you. of course, editors to thank the reporters and also the NL Sena members who actually pay for that. I mean, we have NL Sena projects. Yes. And uh, so, yeah. But thanks for joining us. Good luck with your, uh, I'd request all our listeners do check out nezine.com. That's nizine.com. And uh, do um, support good journalism, yeah. So thanks, Sushanta. Have a good day and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful, grateful for this, uh, the opportunity for this conversation. And you want a recommendation before you go for our audience, something that yes. they should read? Yes. I would like to recommend one book, The Problem of Northeast by B.P. Singh. B.P. Singh was Union Home Secretary. Mm-hmm. He was also a secretary. It's a very good book to know about Northeast. That is my recommendation. Also, History of Assam by Edward Cake. Because when we, normally we come across many people who uh, report on this, who come to uh, Northeast visits and uh, do some wonderful stories, and they ask uh, about the reference and then where they can get an idea about Northeast. So uh, I will strongly recommend uh, BP Singh's The Problem of Northeast. Right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Have a good day, man. Good. Thank you. All right. Bye. Okay, now let's move on to the uh, horrific murder that was actually caught on a CCTV camera of this 35-year-old journalist who in Ghaziabad, right? Of Faridabad. Yeah, Ghaziabad. So what do we know about that? And now they've registered an FIR against the harassment that he had complained about, complained about for which he's been killed. Yeah. So I'm guessing eventually they'll also file an FIR against the murderers or right now it's only restricted to the harassment. No, considering no. they move it's so late against the murder now converted into a murder hmm. and uh, due to harassment right it's a 3 or 2 case right now uh, any arrests is this this whole the jungle raj up jungle yeah, they raj they have arrested coming? nine people nine people and uh, main accused and, and, the, and the same people whom he had mentioned in his complaint Hmm. So, I mean, how different it is from Tamil Nadu, that police station. I mean, they, hmm. okay, the police were the culprits. They hmm. did, but here also they completely ignored his complaint. Hmm. And, uh, and those he's a journalist. Ah. I mean, you'd think the journalist would have at least a little bit of clout when it yes. comes to yes. at least getting a complaint registered. I think two policemen have also been suspended. Yes. The guys who probably ignored and and until he died they had the the police station had not carried out any investigation into the, his complaint the complaint was just lying idle in the police station and i saw ana had so put out a tweet who saying are these guys like do we know like are there some that local we gundas? are working on this story hmm. we are working on this story we are trying to find out the profile of these nine people also the policemen who have been suspended I, and the ones who had ignored the complaint. So we are looking into this story. Hopefully we should get that story huh. up soon. Mm. But I mean, I don't know what profile we'll create, but ANI has already profiled the murderers because apparently there were eight of them had Hindu names and one had a Muslim name. And mm. ANI put out that tweet saying that whatever. Because the, apparently the guy's name, I mean, it doesn't sound Muslim enough. So they said Shamsuddin's son. Shamsuddin's son. Okay, so they could not just say Samir because Samir could also be <laughs> Samir, Samir Singh. Yeah. So, but so. didn't that tweet have a quote by the brother? 
Yeah, he was. He was. But this no, guy no. is the main accused or whatever. He was saying three, four names. They just picked that one, Shamsuddin's so son. The text of the tweet. I don't know what all the guy said, but the text of the tweet only had the one Muslim name, and I just mm. thought, I mean, it's. I mean, that's. What, it's no longer surprising. It is with this, like though. ANI has gone full op India. There's <laughs> no difference in the two. It's quite disgraceful. I have a few emails to uh, you know read out because our discussion on safetyism last week has clearly triggered. Well, it hasn't triggered people, but okay, triggered, you're being... Uh, you're, triggered a debate, I was going to say. Yeah, not triggered a debate. In fact, so I think this is one thing we should do. Uh, I'll, you know, get our production team who does NL versus NL because a lot of subscribers have very opposing views on this issue. Maybe uh, they can. we can do a series on safety. <laughs> yeah, we can do a series different, because different a lot of subscribers have of views and they're contradictory to each other. So, in fact, a subscriber who's written today is contradicting an email that had come last week. So rather than us, me being the middleman of reading out each other, maybe we should just get them an Elvis get and NL together. and have a conversation. Yeah, because the whole idea of the NL versus NL, I hope you guys have been following that new podcast, is to reclaim the debate that you can disagree with people who you may like and be friends and colleagues with or be friendly with, even if you're not friends with them. And you can have a civil discussion on things we disagree about. So uh, maybe we should do a series on NL versus NL safetyism. But before I do that, I have one appeal. Yeah. You know, over the last two, three weeks, ever since um, our um, hafta has... The paywall has been removed because we are moving on to a new website. And until we can get the tech completely sorted for that, our subscriber numbers have suddenly fallen. So clearly, now that Hafta is not behind the paywall, a lot of you, since you can consume it for free, are not renewing your membership. Now, this is going to continue for the next three or four weeks because that's how long it will take us to completely get the payment gateway of our new website, Titch. So there's no inconvenience in people accessing it. It really breaks my heart that we are doing that to make the experience, you know, more glitch-free and smooth for you. And while we are doing that, a lot of you just don't subscribe because you're getting it for free. Not fair, guys. You got to subscribe because you're not just supporting the Hafta. The Hafta is one of our lowest cost enterprises. It's just four of us sitting around and we just have to spend for lunch that we have to feed these people who eat so much. But other than that, there's not much cost. Let me tell you what there is a cost to. There is a cost to the kind of reporting that happens. The one that sorry, that Raman sir is doing on ground news gathering. And on that note, I do hope you guys saw the NLCNA projects. The final part of Vivek Calls NL Sena project went up. It has got very good response. Do share it widely. Yeah. Mm. If you're thinking of buying a house, please read it. Yes, do read that before you think of buying a house. I mean, even... even if you're not, I think this is a perennial question. This is a classic question that everyone has to encounter at some point in your life. Are you buying a house or not? I really think you should read it. It's so detailed. It's like a little book, actually. It's not just about buying the house also because the Indian economy, the large part of it has been driven by construction and real estate. Yeah. For it the also tells time. you and about the economy, like, yeah, the larger economy of it. The detailing is super but it's really uh, quite amazing and thank you for all the people who contributed yeah, so the lot. ones the ones who have already bought it they have invested so that story is also coming that's yes we, in fact that story is coming that was also another NLCNA project by Ritika Ritika and Shweta and Shweta said. now just to give you an idea you know Vekal wrote that piece it took him a while writing it the illustrations are done by Anish Jayashree edited it Chitranshwin Nishan worked on the layout so there are a lot of people who actually work on making any report happen so we really need you guys to step forward and subscribe. It's 300 rupees a month. Those of you who are students, I understand you can't. But if you're earning, that's not a whole lot. So do consider subscribing. And until our website, our paywall is back up or our, you know, firewall that you can't get content that is premium, doesn't mean you don't subscribe. Yeah, that's also, not fair. Uh, to get someone like a Vivek call, you know, to do this piece, 8,000 words and so much data, he has to stop doing other freelancing work. And he's a freelancer. So... You know, he has to also be paid well. 
So, and it's not, I mean, this is just not the kind of journalism that can just happen over a day. So his labor also needs to be accounted for. And I mean, we, you also want to be, be able to pay people well who are doing a good job. Yeah, and that's exactly. very important. You have to incentivize to good be, work. Yeah, otherwise he'll just, I mean, then everyone can just write thousand word opinion piece on why this policy good is good or that pol- policy is bad. This is like a, this is actually like an investigative piece. Or then you'll just have haftas only. We'll just have people pay Luing Yeah. And we have another NLSNF project <laughs> up. That's India's custodial debts. First of all, I hope you guys have liked. So how many have gone up on the riots? Uh, now four pieces have gone up. If I have two right. pieces. No, no, three. Two, two. Two pieces. Uh, the, the third the is... short is not, we're not counting the short. No, no, no. no, no, no. Just the The third pieces. one is going to come on Monday. But those two pieces, again, they're like more than 8,000 words. Right. Mm. Like really detailed. 8,000 words and the third piece is going to come on Monday. And then after that, we have two, three more stories on there. And the same issue. While Basant and uh, Ayush are working on the Delhi riot story, they're not working on anything else. Because this story, they have to go to the Karkar Duma court several times. They have to go to police stations. They have to go to localities. So all this really costs money and it takes and, an effort. And I think uh, if uh, going by experience, I mean, NL Sena or no NL Sena, I think on this issue, we are going to report at least for an year. Right. So this is a very uh, it's a burning issue. Uh, here, and we have no excuses because we're in Delhi. Yes. We can't say that this is yes. happening in Assam or Chennai or Tamil Nadu. And uh, at the moment, it appears very, you know, one-sided, uh, you know, investigation. And, uh, you know, th- th- there's more uh, persecution than prosecution. Hmm. So, uh, I think a lot more uh, action is going to happen in the coming year. So, yes. So, you take it from Ramansa and he's experienced in, you know, doing stories like this that he doesn't leave. So, we'll continue reporting this all year. So, we do need your support. And we have another NL Sena project up. This is regarding the brutal killing of people by the police. The trigger, of course, was the killing of P. Jairaj and his son, Benix, in Tamil Nadu. And the spotlight was back on custodial deaths. Per a recent report, India saw an average... Wow, is that true? I, we should check that out. I'm even scared to say this number. But there's a there's a daily death count of oh, custodial five, deaths. Five. Yeah. yeah, there was a report recently. Wow. Five custodial deaths. So we, and I, think, I still think that's being undercounted. Conservative. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So if that's the kind of custodial deaths that's happening, this requires a series of reports, just like we're doing on the Delhi riots. So... Thank you for those 150 people odd who contributed to the NLSNA story on Delhi Riots. We have a new NLSNA project up. Do contribute and don't cancel your subscription just because the paywall is down, guys. Come on. Now, what would you guys like to talk about, Mehraj? You were supposed to read an email. The mails, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope. Manisha, you are so insensitive. I was told this this week by my friends also. Maybe I should watch my... Sensitivity. I think it's your effect. No, don't give it. This, this, this is cancel culture in action. Don't do it. <laughs> I was about to say, I have become a jerk because of your effect. How? You, know, you I... are clearly the bigger jerk <laughs> between between the two of us. Okay, so... My gullible mind has been impacted. Yes, corrupted. Corrupted. yes, yes, of course. Blame it on me. What do you want to rise and work? <laughs> <laughs> become a toxic boss. So, uh, so this is from Sridhar. Sridhar says, hi team, I usually end up criticizing news laundry, but that's because I genuinely want to say something constructive. Keep up the good work. Few points I want to point about the comedian scene in Mumbai. First thing, the Agrima Joshua event was just terrible and she was making <laughs> a joke on government and Modi and not on Shivraji Maharaj. Comedians said sorry because MNS thugs are damaging comedy clubs which impact wow. them and economically and, and not because they buckled. It was an economic fallout. Fair enough. 
That's what we discussed also. Yeah. Correct. One of the point reasons for censorship is that. Also, Sahil Shah's joke was kind of offensive, so he might have buckled out of fear. One major point you missed in all this is that the guys who were given rape threats, who were giving rape threats in the video, were not really giving it out of anger. Those videos are just publicity stunts. Those was a practically copycat of Hindustani bhau, and it's a new subculture that is propping up in India. These rape threats videos are coming up as a form of entertainment, just to get subscribers and want to be. In fact, Manisha, you had recommended a story on this. We should do right. Yeah, in new... fact, yeah, uh, it would be quite interesting to profile these guys. But yeah, maybe tough for us to do. But even Meghnath was talking about this Hindustani bhau guy, right? And who's, who's also on a who also sits inside a car and he has the same sort of way of talking. And he was invited on a reality show on some entertainment yeah. channel. Big boss. Wow. Okay, so that that kind of so Sony TV and all are doing their bit to make sure these people become stars. Then it's a new thing, but probably accepted by everyone from the right and left in Maharashtra. It's no more just Shivaji. You will have to use the title along with it. It has to be Shivaji Maharaj or Chhatrapati Shivaji, which probably shall be considered a new norm in the future. This was one of the core reasons for the outrage that everyone missed. Since Maharaj has been appropriated by both right as well as Dalits and also the local Muslims, there isn't any question about his legacy in Maharashtra. In today's Maharashtra, Shivaji Maharaj is considered as a deity, and any disrespect to him shall not be tolerated. It's just how it is now. To be honest, even for me who considers himself to be liberal, agnostic, and hate every religion's existence, even I won't be able to accept a joke on Maharaj. <laughs> It's just how we Maharashtrians are brainwashed. If you okay. got the time, read the book written by Govind Pan. जोकोपे I I agree with a lot of what you say that in Maharashtra it's no longer restricted to left or right. I mean you can't say anything about Shivaji. Yeah yeah yeah. One thing I will say is I will not refer to him as Maharaj or Chhatrapati depending on my mood I will refer to him I will not disrespect him I don't think like I will not respect refer to Ravi Shankar as Shri 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 cuz and I don't refer to Gandhi as Mahatma I refer to him as Bapu because I have a personal affection for him and I think Mahatma is a title which I have never agreed with. And if someone wants to make a joke, I'm gonna make a joke. For me, he's great, and I just hope that's how people. Yeah, I mean that's. This that's is I mean this is happening elsewhere also. I remember going to Udaipur a couple of years ago, and there are like these museums. Basically, everything is about uh, Maharana Pratap, hmm. and the kind of history, the stories they tell. I mean, recorded history. It's just exactly contrary to that. It's opposite of everything that happened. But I mean this. Yeah, yeah. Maharana Pratap is yeah. yeah his valor is really everywhere, it, yeah. and also a lot of stories about you know other kings and princesses also who sort of the Johar thing also. But I suppose this is I mean these. But kind yeah, of I mean it can't. I mean fair enough. You can respect him and you can have a lot of affection for him, and it could be like a, it's a regional ethnic pride sort of a thing. But it's happened for a long time. But this yeah. whole idea that I mean, if you don't use a title, you are disrespecting somebody or that's you know another like thing that has started happening now. People start. Everyone has started taking offense. If you don't call, if a soldier is killed in action, if you don't call them martyrs, people lose it. Martyr? Why didn't you say? Boy, even the army doesn't say martyr. Yeah, you can say soldiers killed in action or soldiers who died. Like you don't have to say martyr. One But it's the... become a thing now, and people get angry. They get very angry if you hmm. don't say martyr. One beef the Supreme Court has with Prashant Bhushan is that he didn't refer to the CGI as honorable CGI. Really? Yeah. Wow. And in fact, there was on the other hand, there was this one judge. I think it was in the Calcutta High Court. 
who said that don't refer to me as uh, my lord you can call oh, me judge yeah my lord is yeah me lord but you can call them me lord so, i used to always wonder as a kid ki me lord kya hota hai very later on i figured out it's my lord i suppose yeah. it's also to do with because like forever in this country these titles have signified i mean hmm. you don't have to earn respect you have a title you are like it's yeah uh, you, it's, you, you have respect got yeah. it okay this email is from pranay he says lal salam comrade abhinandan namaste to raman sir love the way he pronounces atmanirbhar hello to manishan maharaj and salutations to anand also greetings to the producers and the team behind anil hafta yo aditya anil and welcome to the hafta club lipi we have a new producer guys lipi say hi to lipi what triggered triggered is in inverted commas me to write this email is the ongoing trend of debating with subscribers who write their opinions on mail the case with most debates on nl hafta they lack nuance on a side note recent email on safetyism lumped everything from slave ownership to rape to talking about rape in one group i would like to say to the writer mere fazil dost actions not equal thoughts so i guess uh, you know you're responding to the email that had come last week he says you can't cancel someone because they don't think the same way as you do or because they don't feel exactly in the amount as you do of course people are not free to say anything they want there are universally accepted limitations to freedom of speech you can't yell bomb in a crowded place no hate speech of course and you can't give someone maa behan ki gaalis and say that's your freedom of expression but you can't punish someone for their thoughts barring these limitations also definitions and meanings change with time yesterday's modern is today's classic given the word limit on emails and communications being made the way it is there's no space for nuance please limit these kind of debates on nl hafta you can always call the well articulated writers for nl versus nl where you can have a much healthier and nuanced debate i'm not saying don't engage with the subscribers but hafta is becoming more and more of only these debates long time subscriber mm. pranay okay fair enough well, could go to nl versus nl yeah, it should I mean, yeah but i, I uh, complained it about last time because we live in this privileged sort of bubble so we kind of tend to focus too much on these things then there's another email that the subscriber doesn't want us to read out so the writer says that i don't have to read it out or publish it but or even respond to it but i quote i do hope you will read it if only to roll your eyes and call me a precious little snowflake unquote <laughs> no i won't call you that uh, the point being made is that uh, me and manisha have been very insensitive of the way we responded to someone who wanted a day off because mm-hmm. they wanted to deal with someone's suicide the the sushant singh rajput so point taken i may not agree with all you said but i read it carefully and manisha will also read it and hopefully read she it. shall improve her improve conduct and not be such an insensitive horrible person that she is and uh, one more email yes. on this gorav your email is damn long yeah it's 890 words so i will not read all of it he says I avoided writing about rowling and cancel culture because of what Abhinanda had said about inviting me in some future hafta but hearing reading some of the mails especially one which was highly critical of rowling I have to jump in to defend a lady who has been a great hero of mine for 18 years first mm-hmm. of all Aditya can you just write down Gaurav's name take down his email id let's have an nl versus nl yeah with Gaurav, him and someone with else. someone who thinks that rowling getting cancelled is okay so let's do that because you know this is a second mail he's written I think the previous hafta we had an email explaining yes. why it's okay too so maybe the two of so them so the can. two of them can do that so but he i'll just read out the bits in italic he says it wouldn't be a stretch to say that had it not been for harry potter i wouldn't have taken to devouring english content politics journalism etc leading to the subscription of news laundry oh then he goes on to say it was rowling who slowly set me to the path of accepting homosexuality from 2008 her defense of gays and writing beloved character dumbledore etc then he says rowling has donated money for a bunch of causes and then he's listed some of them he says but to call for her boycott because she might fund research which proves her stance on trans issue is the dumbest cancel culture he's heard in a while 
and then he goes on to say liberals must decide which trench they are willing to die in and most small l liberals are getting increasingly frustrated with this woke witch hunt if a person with a liberal credential as jkr can be hounded or cancelled like this then i shudder to think what conservatives must be thinking in the west small l matlab not ideological liberal classical liberalism small l oh, means okay, okay. matlab just liberal nahin, as a common nahin, noun okay. not as a as a as an ideological, ideological group yeah. okay yeah. okay ki bhai main liberal hu Another question I would like to pose is let's say the lead scientist at Oxford working on covid vaccine have some views which are anathema in works fear would his research be cancelled would he be hounded out of his job and would oxford keep looking for candidates who dot all the liberal l's i's most of criticism of jkr is classic strawman in my view she is a very she is vilified because she has dared to question some of the nine and three quarter commandments of works fear so it's a very long email and he has sent many links to articles So Gaurav I think this because we are getting so much so many mails on this I think it's good if us what I like is that a lot of our subscribers disagree with each other which I think kind of goes against the the theory that everybody who huh. will subscribe to one news outfit will be of the same kind yeah. of mindset and I think so many haftas have proved that's not true so thank you all for disagreeing with each other let's let's debate this amongst subscribers So Gaurav we will get in touch with you and last week Aditya we had another email that was kind of endorsing why it is okay to cancel Rowling uh, because of so maybe they can have a civil debate on NL versus NL so I'll leave the rest of the emails for later uh, let's talk about whatever you want to talk about uh, yeah take it away Mehraj what is the issue that is bothering the country or us <laughs> right now i mean coronavirus is the most existential crisis facing us and if the serological survey the ncdc has just published in delhi we are in for like a really really horrible time so just to give context this is basically a survey that is done they tested what 20000 people randomly 21000 some people yeah across i didn't know delhi has 10 districts something yeah over yes yeah so over 10 districts and uh, they tested these people randomly to check for antibodies which was similar to what was done in new york to see how many people have had it or are carriers or asymptomatic carriers and out of the 21000 people they tested 23% were positive and if you extrapolate that to delhi's population you're talking about about 4.3 million 4. yeah 4.5 4.7 million million people have it as per that extrapolation so that's the context that's about more than 22% of the population then that's about one in every four people yes So now if that's the case and Manisha's theory that we've all had it twice <laughs> there was and this is not <laughs> just Delhi some time ago there was a ICMR survey sero survey in Kolkata hmm. that was like 2 months ago they found 14 15% of the this thing but isn't that heartening i felt really happy to know that a lot of people have been infected Why? which means that the pandemic is not such a terrible thing after all a lot no. of people got it and survived it it's silent yeah. a lot of it yeah i mean that that was the case from the beginning i, I mean, think the, what that shows nice. is that mortality the, rate is only 1% so no by, if you go by Up this logic then the mortality rate will be less than less 1% than it'll 1%. be zero point something i mean abhi tak jo official figures hain delhi ki mortality rate 2% ya 1% hai lekin kai aur states ki 4-5% hai no but i really doubt you know the figure that they give for example in delhi i think the deaths are how many 2000 yeah that's what that's another part but but in this period 26000 people have died in delhi so i would like to investigate each of the death and find out i mean how many were you actually, know not the declared actually the washington so I, post did a story recently yes. about how i mean it looks like all these numbers are being undercounted ah. and if you when you're talking about 1% if only 4 and a half million people are affected 1% of that is a lot of people and no. the an, another problem is like i mean i think what 
makes it even worse is ICMR did a nationwide survey, similar survey, early June, I think. They still haven't released the results. They have released bits and parts, but they're refusing to release the survey. No, I think only if Which they audit makes it. I don't only know, if they audit curious. each death, only then we'll know the truth. But and they're still saying no community transition. Mm -hmm. trans no, actually, no. On that, uh, we have a piece on this, by the way, up by a yes. new columnist who's a public health expert. So we we'll have some pieces on that regularly. But on this community transmission, I think a lot of this other, you know, like for example, Satender Jain does not want to completely take on Amit Shah or say that there is. So he says, se to this constitutes as community transmission, but we don't know whether it is. You know, the doctor also, the which now the Indian Medical Association is distancing himself. He said that it is community transmission. There are other states also where people are saying the same thing, but technically it can only be declared community transmission by the center. Yeah. And this Guleria said, I mean, considering he would be, you know, towing the center's line, even he kind of flirted on the, you know, border of none. He said that there are zones and pockets where, yes, it is being trans... It would constitute community transmission, but does that mean India as a whole would be community transmission? That I would not say. No. So, you know, he's kind of hedged it like no, that. The only way to do, uh, you know, community... Uh, this thing, by tracing people, if I get it, if they are able to track, you know, very, my very movements, mm. then they will declare it. Since they are not doing this tracking thing, so but they're trying to do it, no? But the point is they can't because the numbers are so high. Huh. But on the deaths, you know... And, uh, sorry, just to button, this is not just an academic exercise to declare this like a community transmission like people have been saying. It doesn't matter. I mean, the pandemic is there, whether it's community transmission or not. But, I mean, the piece we have up by mm. Jamira, it explains why it's very important. Right. When you recognize that reality mm. and then there are policies the you devise exactly. accordingly. Exactly. So, it it isn't just like, okay, they are not saying, so what's the big deal? Right. It is a big deal. But this study... But also it's important for people to know, no? People need to know exactly what's happening for them to act accordingly. Also. No, I mean, there's so this... general, like... This Indian thing, no, chalta hai, ho gaya, to ab usko batane ki <laughs> hai, wala. Does this study indicate uh, that we have got hard immunity no, so herd immunity, you need to infect 60%. Not we are very people. far from that. I don't think we're going to get to that stage. And but there is no evidence as yet. I mean, it's Whether all, that even, yeah, yeah, it could just kill off everyone. Like, you know, smallpox didn't, <laughs> didn't reach. So, now there's just one thing, you know. Indian Express has this piece written by Malika Joshi on the 18th of July. It says over 21,000 deaths registered in the capital in April, June quarter. 5,800 less than in 2019. So, the number of deaths, the data, na. On are more people dying? The data doesn't show that. Less people have died in the same quarter as compared to last year. Fine. The, that's I, I, that that is the Washington Post story. So what happened is... No, I read, no, yes, I read yes. this story. Hmm. I read this story. Fine. But I still feel that each death needs to be audited. Only, sure, the, sure. Uh, only then you will know the... Right, because I, I really doubt, you know, the figures that... No, there's have. an explanation for this. What happened is, I mean, according to Washington Post, they... They didn't talk specifically about Delhi, but Mumbai. So what happened is, the, I think they talked to the commissioner who's like responsible for keeping the records. He said when lockdown first happened, March or April, so when they started counting deaths, one, there was a huge drop because accidents and everything, yeah. that was yeah. that was not happening. Second was, because it was a lockdown, they couldn't mm -hmm. like take the data, all the data. Mm. They started getting that data back data only later. Okay. And now when they have the data back up and the deaths have gone up, like huge. So what you're saying is this could go up. On this was just data. a data anomaly, statistical anomaly. For instance, cause of death, now with what are we comparing? Yeah. For instance, many states, including Delhi and Kolkata, they were not giving the comorbid cases initially. Initially, yeah, they were yeah, not giving true. it. No, I I agree. You have to you know look at each death. But what I'm saying is, if one would just to take that 
has this pandemic led to deaths which are out of the ordinary then this data would suggest not while there still may be more deaths than we have counted because of this and i don't know whether you guys have noticed amongst your peers and your family and yourselves because we are being so careful about washing our hands and not touching our faces at least some of us are being careful about that the regular cough and cold that one used to get one hasn't got because you're not really exposing yourself to any virus so i think because of that maybe general illness has also come down so i mean there may be many wheels within wheels and factors but at least there is no surge in deaths ki bhai this you know populations ko kha rahi hai ye disease aisa nahi ho raha just in terms of coronavirus no i mean if you even look at what happened in europe we are doing better in terms of deaths no, but that's the but thing i just want to ask like no this data. death this comparison of people dying the, hmm. in this quarter is people dying of coronavirus only no 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 or just all just deaths just over deaths o- all overall deaths okay. so i guess accidents nahi. and crime could be one big reason no? sure ah. also all the deaths that down. are happening because people are not getting to hospitals they're dying in their homes they're hmm. not counted as these deaths right and in any case in india only about a quarter of the deaths are recorded even otherwise normally okay so most deaths are not even recorded so this data is like just in terms of coronavirus i know a person I in up he had all these symptoms but that fear that he will have to go for the institutional quarantine hmm. he never went for the check up he didn't do anything he just stayed back at home and after 16 17 days he was feeling really weak you know so so but he had all the symptoms so i don't know how many such cases even i was i thought i would also find out if i can be smuggled out of noida in case i get caught because they were not allowing you home quarantine sir and institutional quarantine is extremely bad sir first of all that would be get us all into trouble because you are gold for us aur sone ki smuggling allowed nahi hoti so but just so you know i don't want to take the name here but someone who has written for us got this testing done whether you have antibodies and came positive and that person told me that this is when i had it antigen and jovi so yeah so covid related well on the upside like manisha was saying the oxford vaccine has entered phase 3 yeah although every podcast and article that is saying this says that that doesn't mean it is going to be a lot of vaccines fail at phase 3 but yeah. because there are so many that are entering two in america are entering phase 3 i'm not even counting the russian chinese one because i'm sure we don't want those because you can't is like kya hoga there are 140 vaccines uh, no, 140 sure. are developed but phase 3 uh-huh. s- about 7 have 7 are have even the indian one has just first phase gone no phase 3 Indian is phase three. Phase three, now now they're going into thousands. Now hundred, hundred. अच्छा hundred ही अभी अच्छा तो इसमें भी phase two. Phase one ना phase one और phase two. Ah, I see. But they are so so. But that's good news at mm. least from the Oxford. Sir, कुछ भी कहिए आप पंद्रह अगस्त को vaccine Indian vaccine आ रहा है. अरे छोड़ो sir. आत्मनिर्भर vaccine. बिल्कुल आएगा. You think? हाँ. But anyway, even if it does come out, it's gonna be a while till we get it. No, I'll be. No, I think it'll first go to vulnerable people and stuff like that, and then maybe. Well, dude, I will delay it as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely give, make sure that. I'd like sure to see th- first what's happening around me <laughs> to people who are taking. It. Yeah, I, I, I'd sh- like to see a fourth phase of human trial <laughs> around people. A friend of mine wanted hair transplant done because you know <laughs> oh this God. is about seven, eight It's years ago. It's the most ago. horrible thing to do. And, It's very bad. I was like seven, eight years ago. What we were thirty-eight, thirty-nine. I said, "Look, to abhi yar, hamari jawani chali gayi. Matlab what? What is the so point?" He says, "Tu chhod." My concern was. Yeah, this is the first generation treatment. If Salman is anyone to go by, you go mad after that. Salman Because, got it done. No, he suddenly sprouted <laughs> hair after having gone bald. How do Where you think? Where did he go bald? Salman Dude, Khan. Dude, look at his hairline. Mm. I'll tell you three people's photographs. You should look year after year. Salman Khan, Narendra Modi, and Nawaz Sharif. Mm. And you will know who hired a sastar hair transplant and who hired a 
a rich hair transplant. But now hair transplant is like a very ordinary procedure. I know, but procedure. the thing is, you still don't know the long term impact, yeah. And it always looks fake. Those Salman Khan's. No, now it, it never looks really fake. well. A couple of my friends have done it, and it's you can't tell. You, you can't, can't tell, tell. I, unless you really like look no, at it. No, you can tell only <laughs> in the just in the beginning days. Ha, when Once it's it grows out, then stuff. you can't tell because you then it's tell. hair like any other hair. But the, but the point is, it's still a. No one knows what happens after 15 20 years it was just invented 5 8 years ago <laughs> so i don't know you know so first let's see how many people lose their mind or not <laughs> but um, <laughs> but let's come to rajasthan first of all i'm a little intrigued how rajasthan is still occupying headlines every day is it that big a story i mean i don't yeah, know yeah i mean Why? it is no it's not it's a big an story it's of a party it's a big political story and there's nothing for newspapers and tv channels poli- to talk about other story. than corona so is this is not the first state that is going to be toppled or will be toppled or has been toppled but, but the whole it, tussle, all of them got headlines but this gets headlines every day cuz come on with gelot saying wo nikamma hai how can this not make headline he's calling his own deputy chief nikamme hain aur sabji bechne nahi aate hain and all that so, i mean this is Sorry? great political kya bechne nahi aate he he was copying sachin and saying ki wo to kisi no, se milta nahi tha aur wo kehta tha main ab bengan bechne thoda aaya hu main chief minister banne aaya hu the story so, assumes more importance because sindhya had just left it hmm. and the, now this is the second uh, you know young big guy i mean and known known to be a uh, you know very good friend of uh, rg hmm. rahul gandhi so he is also living so the two top guys mm. you know living and one i think entered rajya sabha yesterday he he jyotirindra uh, sindhya there was a very nice picture of him and digvijay singh doing namaste uh, to each other and uh, manhi man thappad golamnavi azad was there but okay now uh, just to why for me this is interesting why i brought it up is that the word constitutional crisis came up yesterday it had come up earlier also but yesterday it came up seriously just to give you guys context what's happened is that the speaker of the rajasthan assembly has given a show cause notice now that show cause notice is being referred to as a their membership has been cancelled disqualification disqualification notice by media but technically it's not a disqualification notice it's a show cause notice and this one sachin pilot went to court with the two big lawyers who represent the bjp usually saying uh, that they cannot disqualify us and the high court has reserved its judgment they although they have kal hui thi until hearing. tomorrow yeah until tomorrow now what cp joshi who is the speaker says is that bhai maine show cause notice diya hai this is a constitutional crisis because how can the high court decide on the validity of my proceedings disqualification before i have even disqualified them so he says that is one thing the other party says is that you can only be disqualified because of you have disobeyed a whip on the floor of the house or you have voted against the party it cannot happen in some aapke party ki meeting ho rahi hai aapko disqualify you are not being disqualified from the party you are being disqualified from the assembly and therefore that conduct has to be reflected as conduct inside the assembly so i guess both have a point in one sense and to make matters worse when this whole resort politics was happening a bunch of these sachins mlas were in haryana because haryana is a bjp ruled state by jats and since they are strong as biplab dev has told us i guess he says you can't kidnap us here so the rajasthan police came to question someone the haryana police said we won't give you access so this police versus police so i just think that it's a question of time before any one state gets really pissed off that you can't keep you know buying it selling mlas or whatever it is and will send a bunch of police to the center to arrest some cabinet minister then the delhi police says you can't so eventually it will be police versus police in states i foresee a conflict between states like we have never seen in the history of india there's a piece in the indian express today by uh, dushyant dave 
he explains this he says this whole resort politics buying and trading of mlas the whole idea of like the test of a government strength was you conduct a floor test mm. but if this is happening so brazenly what's the point of a floor test because you already know this is going to happen so floor test was because you couldn't as in you couldn't influence these people they'll vote their conscience but if this is happening so what's the point what so that is i think a, is a bigger constitutional crisis because then, then you have no way of assessing a government's then maybe popularity. then maybe the law should not be just about your conduct on the floor of the assembly it has to be <laughs> generally but is is do you foresee such a constitutional crisis coming up i mean suppose the court how, how far are we from a government saying i will not adhere by the court's decision there is no constitutional crisis at all I mean, C.P. Joshi uh, claimed that the judiciary cannot enter into our uh, domain. I think he is also wrong because he cannot. I pers- I think legally he cannot issue show cause notice to any MLA if you know he has done something outside the uh, assembly. assembly. So he cannot. He has no locus and so so on that basis. If these people go to the judiciary, I think uh, it's pretty valid. So I don't see any constitutional crisis. I think this is just a script usual political script ah, written by Mr But I doesn't seem like Sachin I mean I don't think Sachin or his MLAs would be up for sale I don't think No so. no I think these are these are the speculations I, we, I, we I, can't I make out be, anything I we mean, see, see right for... now the story that we should do uh, or we if we had you know that kind of uh, I mean bandwidth I mean those tapes which have come those tapes need to be studied Mm-hmm. Nice so another exactly. what tapes you're talking about some of our audience Haan. may not know what so there are two tapes hmm. two or three tapes which have been resurfaced which is supposedly you know a talk between uh, shekhawat uh, who's the uh, you know this bjp uh, minister union minister and uh, someone from the congress so there is a talk between the two about horse trading that how will we topple uh, his government kitne crore mein kya karenge ha kitne as a, kaise karenge hmm. kya karenge nahi 35 crore ka to claim kiya hai hmm. that is not in the tape acha ha that to somebody just claimed 35 hmm. crore rupees ka usse manga ha wo congress ke pilot ka ne pilot offer offered me yeah offer kiya so pilot ne aaj usko legal notice offer kar diya acha so that's a <laughs> legal notice on him see ki when did i mean you prove it i mean they have to prove it so now shekhawat is saying that it is not my voice and the other uh, mla in the congress he is also saying it's not my voice so i think right now but i again i really doubt i mean going by what has happened in the past like salman khan tapes you remember mm. uh, salman khan uh, tapes when uh, way he was blabbering that yeah, i about preeti zinta uh, yeah with he Preeti's was talking about preeti and so rani mukherjee you know surely surely his voice mm. but but after the forensic report even that was doctored and they came and they said that uh, it was not salman khan's voice so i feel that one we need to find out the truth behind these uh, you know tapes because that is something that the chief minister is playing on i mean he is saying that he has written a letter to the prime minister uh, you know saying that such a thing was happening and his what is your evidence your evidence are these three tapes nothing hmm. else no money exchange you haven't checked their uh, accounts in india or abroad you know or their family accounts so nothing has been but done but these that. things usually happen in cash and in black money and stuff now yeah exactly you don't I mean, it could be cash uh, it could uh, be transfer uh, uh, there could be transfer you know binami obviously they can't do it in like yeah, the bank account they won't take it but check bhej dena although but it's quite alarming that two years say they've managed to even be together with this guy now saying that they didn't speak for like a year or so 
Ashok Gehlot said, no, that we haven't spoken to him for a year and a half. No, no, that is... How are they I, running I, I feel the like government the in the first place? I one year or two, Gehlot was just trying to, uh, you know, cut him to his size. I mean, that's what he was trying to do. Gehlot. I mean, uh, you know, planting leaders of his community, his caste against him, promoting his own son. And, and and this is all he and then he see that his political existence with Gelot is not possible so he revolted but I, yeah and i think it, it i think for him it was a question of do or die it'll be interesting to see how this ends though because i mean publicly he said hab jante the wo nikamma hai nakara hai sirf ladata hai fir bhi hame koi matlab he's literally gone war path against him so it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. what compromise they strike if sachin is to stay back so um one more email from piyush Hello Hafta team I have been a subscriber for more than 3 years and really like NL Hafta and the other work you guys are doing this is the first time I'm writing hope you include in Hafta the reason I write this mail is part of the discussion around cancel culture really angered me not oh triggered God. I've been another read out a subscriber email where the lady or woman mentioned that she was not able to say no to her employee who had requested leave because of getting affected by Sushant's passing at this point both Manisha and Abhinandan giggled then Abhinandan went on to say this is the thing I have a problem with I don't understand it. At a later point in the discussion, Manisha says, "I don't need a holiday for it." Giggling again. Oh, so now I generally I've, giggle, by the way. Like even in most inappropriate times. Now my problem times. with Abhinandan is that he cannot get away by saying he doesn't understand it. Bhai, nahi samajata. If you don't relate to it, then read articles about it. If after that you still don't understand or relate to it, then you don't have to. All you have to do is not be insensitive towards the subject. First of all, you don't know if the person really suffered from depression or not. Until you know for sure, the least you can do is not joke about it. or you can't just laugh it off saying i don't understand it and abhinandan is a repeat offender i remember during one of the haftas there was a discussion around me too specific to men specifically about the kevin spacey case if i'm not wrong even at that time abhinandan said something on the lines of how can a man get traumatized by kevin spacey exposing himself his point was that he failed to understand how such a thing could impact men the point that i'm trying to make is to be considerate or sensitive about a topic especially if you don't relate to it and for god's sake don't laugh when discussing such topics this is a public forum you can joke all you want privately It made you both look rather insensitive. Note that other panel members were sensitive and did not giggle or joke about it. And what are you even saying about anyone getting affected by Sushant's passing? There have been news on multiple suicides after Sushant's incident. Expected better from you guys, especially when you just had a great columnist reporter in one of the recent podcasts discussing about hmm. suicides and triggers. So, having said that, I really like the way uh, Suhasini put out a point across on topics of discussion. I would like to add that Mehraj is a wonderful addition to Hafta. Thank you. That is not to say that I don't like others. Having said that, I will be taking a break from. hafta we need different guests or it gets mundane i will be supporting and then in all other ways such as nl projects best piyush thanks piyush thank you for your mail appreciate it yes and uh, i hope manisha learns a lesson i will not be dishonest with you i won't no I... the kevin spacey thing i'm completely with him i th- i thought you were really you were displaying your toxic masculinity with okay. your kevin spacey <laughs> but hmm. yeah on this yeah maybe i shouldn't have giggled but i often giggle at really l- wrong times it's a, it's a problem i have but yeah i mean copycat suicides are a thing and in fact after sushant singh rajput's case there have been people there have been suicides imitating him and there have been attempts to suicide so that's all serious i think what we were i think at least what i was trying to say is that if you don't have a history of depression or if you don't have a history if you're not really coping with this as an issue is this something that you need a holiday for i think that's what i, I mean, was is, is is could this trigger you in such a deep way that you needed it? it could of course because it has but uh, how But i don't know maybe, how, do you, how do you understand that in our office mehraj had corrected me on this although i still have my view on that pure similar to this i had at one point said this over the top wokeness a very close friend of mine who's a single mother in the us 
uh, in New York City got her uh, 11 year old son's teacher call her one day and said that is this coming friday a uh, special day for you because uh, you know your son has said that he will not be attending because your religion requires something he had payload and you know some matlab complete mandhadang and my friend i don't want to name her because maybe she doesn't want to be and she was laughing she was saying i mean she's an american citizen she has been there most of her life but she was saying maine bola yaar kaisi class teacher hai main hoti to thappad laga bolti tu yahi rahega but this is that you know cause what if it is a religious thing will we be transgressing on that person it is so maybe no matter how ridiculous it sounds give a holiday and then check with the mother that is it true if you have a doubt now i get being that careful but i also get someone laughing at the ridiculousness of it that an 11 year old child is smart enough to game the system knowing that we are at such a level of political correctness that if i say that i belong to a religion that this monday i have to go and watch the setting sun you know <laughs> next to statue of liberty smart otherwise kid. then the teacher who is going to think 10 times ki bhai if i say no will i be pulled up for being incensed to another religion i just think it's got to that stage where a pre adolescent child can game the system then i think there's something wrong and i do think you know a lot of people have worked at professional you know organizations i mean everyone goes through ups and downs it's no one person's grief is more than the other person's grief i don't recall in my working life people asking for leaves and it's not just about a suicide you could you could be grieved because of a lot of things you could have seen an accident because while coming to office event. no you could have come to office and seen an accident i mean you know you see people i've i've seen a guy getting run over back when i used to work at cp you know there were a bunch of people i mean there must be 100 person who saw that man cut in half with his head one way and body one way no one went to office and said you know what i can't work i've seen something really horrible but then again not. people re- respond to different things differently i mean you and mm-hmm. i won't respond sure. to the same thing differently sure. mm-hmm. and our coping mechanisms are also different, different i mean yeah. i wouldn't be like if if there was a firing or a bomb blast outside i wouldn't reflect the same way you would because i come from a different context mm-hmm. right and our coping will be different you might not want to come to office tomorrow I, I might. Hmm. So I think it's different. It's like goes from context to context. I think offices are sensitive also. As you do for see, kid, I think I mean I understand the teacher was sensitive, but isn't that just like a modern version of my tummy aches, my grandmother is sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it those is. excuses have been been. But the point is, forever. if you said that earlier, the teacher said, "Go to the doctor and come back," because that was a that was an <laughs> yeah. old trick by then, right? <laughs> right. So yeah I don't know I mean I don't think there's any right or wrong I answer I think yeah I think that because there's been so much stigma attached to mental health and because there's just not enough conversation on it people are a little touchy uh, not touchy but people are taking a little strong stance when it comes to mental health or taking care of it safetyism is a part of it so maybe it's a backlash to that and maybe it's fine but I think I've as come a to general principle it's always better to be on the sensitive side I mean it doesn't mm. hurt you right i mean as long as it doesn't hurt anybody's feelings it doesn't hurt anybody sure yeah i i don't think there's anything of course being sensitive is a virtue something that i don't understand you were going to say so no <laughs> no i think being i don't know i think being sensitive, sensitive is a virtue <laughs> just like being punctual is a virtue uh now i get pissed off as you guys know with people who are not punctual but i will not color their entire overall it just pisses me off if someone's not punctual because for me someone who is not punctual has a disrespect for other people's time for me that person thinks everybody's as villa as i am because that person's 10 minutes are valuable maybe yours are not i think that's disrespectful someone else may think being insensitive is disrespectful but a lack of punctuality is not something i color a person's character with generally ki bhai this person is cancelled ab bhai theek hai agli baar time pe aa jana 
see i'll try to be sensitive but what i'm saying is it's you see it's not a virtue above and beyond other virtues it's a virtue like any other virtue yeah obviously and i just think on a related subject last week when we discussed what's a new york columnist's barry voice barry voice i hadn't read her full letter i read that rondu letter while i am all for liberalism and i don't think someone should be kicked out just for the conservative views of i don't have much sympathy for her based on that resignation i think that is a self important me victim if you can't deal with being unpopular then do tough yeah no i think we're mixing two things i mean no, there I, I don't I, think no, i just think she's being too sensitive i mean if you are in a newsroom where people disagree with you dig your heels in and continue your job you can't expect to be like i think she's pointing to a lot of other things also i mean that, she that, had that's no a proof of any she made claims which you can't prove I think. yeah hmm, I but know. on yeah on on the mental health aspect maybe maybe our views are outdated and we should accept yeah maybe we are relics we should accept Jay has a very short mail. Hi Anil team, I'm Jay, a huge content consumer. I thought I was the only one who got confused with one belt, one road. That's Obor, and one rank, one pension. That's Orop. <laughs> <laughs> so the panel discussion proved me wrong. He's talking about me because I keep calling one Obor or one Orop. I <laughs> I think this is because they were in the in in great discussion 2016, 17 at the same time. Orop mostly in news channels and Obor in print media. The discussion should have been on Obor to get some more context on the topic. The site has improved a lot. I would like to see it increase in science-related articles. I know it's not going to be easy, but it's always good to ask some of your subscribers for that. Not me. I'm not good at articulation. Friendly neighborhood citizen Jim. Thanks, Jay, for your email and your suggestions. We have a lot of emails with a lot of suggestions this time, but I don't think I'll be able to read all of them. We got like a record amount of emails. Now uh, let's end with this. contempt of court context prashant bhushan prashant bhushan when he was given a contempt of court how does it happen so notice jata hai kya what is the deal no no it's a sumo to note of two of the tweets that he had done okay so so the court had taken a note of it so they serve they they said that they are going to hear this case on so, this day so this is put up on the ha, notice so, so no, they, but didn't they, in this case somebody also file a complaint against him no, no it was a sumo to note the supreme court ne khud hi kiya and supreme court ne see you need to tame na you need to tame so supreme court is trying to tame uh, this public uh, so now he'll have to appear speaking. in the supreme court he appeared hmm. he has been served a show cause notice so now he will respond to that show cause notice after that the real hearing is going to be then the court will say ki why we should not take this is what you are saying that why did you write it you are you have given your explanation and we see no merit in it hmm. so what do you have to say then the Fair face to face ah, face to face I see. So, just for context, for the first day, no report, and apparently, I don't know if it's true. Even Prashant Bhushan didn't know which tweet was the one that caused a problem. There are a bunch of tweets that Prashant Bhushan had done. In one of his tweets, he has written, "Quote: Role of Supreme Court in the destruction of democracy." Unquote. In the last six years, he's talking about. In one, he said, "Quote: He keeps SC in lockdown mode." Unquote. While the Chief Justice for the helmet ni penny. कि वो मोबाइल पे बैठा है हेलमेट नहीं पहने नाउ आई एम नॉट श्योर व्हिच इज द ट्वीट दैट हैज गॉट हिम दिस नोटिस आई गेस दैट विल अपीयर बट इन द प्रोसीडिंग्स भूषण हैड एक्सेप्टेड ही हैड मेड अ जेन्युइन मिस्टेक प्रॉम्प्टिंग वेणुगोपाल टू ऑफर टू विथड्रॉ हिज कंटेंट अपील हाउएवर इन द मीनटाइम भूषण हैज फाइल्ड एन एप्लीकेशन सीकिंग जस्टिस मिश्रा इज रिक्यूज्ड फ्रॉम द बेंच हियरिंग द केस फॉलोइंग दिस सेंट्रल गवर्नमेंट रिमेंस फर्म अबाउट नॉट विथड्रॉइंग द कंटेंट अपील सो आई गेस ही इज सेड सॉरी इज दैट राइट हैज ही सेड सॉरी और नो He hasn't said sorry. So, what is this genuine mistake? 
sorry yeah. it's it's further that harley davidson motorcycle wala tweet only it's for the harley davidson tweet there are so, two tweets on the chain so now okay. they've clarified it so the harley davidson tweet ah. two tweets one is that about administration that democracy is weakened right. and this is the harley davidson so the two tweets yeah. so even the harley davidson tweet they've taken contempt now yeah. this is a problem that i have and you know usually it was lower court judges that put contempt that if you have said something about me you have said something about the court it's not the same thing what mr wobdi or the chief justice is saying is ki aap hum log bhagwan hai hmm aap hamare bare mein kuch nahi bol sakte agar aap holiday se baithe aur agar main bol diya aap kuch bhi bol sakte hain rajib lagta hai holiday se baitha hua ya kuch bhi bol diya how can that be contempt of court i don't know and it's not even in his professional capacity it's not even a comment on one of his judgments or anything that he does within the court but that's always been the weird thing about contempt law in india so you can criticize their judgments to high heaven no problem you can't say anything about the judge in particular i mean there are cases now uh, what was that guy's name whose sons brought up malls in delhi sabarwal. and sabarwal i mean that's everybody knows them corrupt right but you can't say that if you say that you will be hauled up arundhati roy was jailed for that contempt of court because she, she said she apologized so she didn't have to serve the jail but yeah they had basically they had given her a jail term exactly contempt is a very outdated law Yeah, uh, in it places not like US, place. UK, it's not even in uh, operation. It's very colonial. Ah, uh, it's very colonial. So, so I, and here also, I see I, as I know Prashant Bhushan, and I met him so many times. He has handled uh, my story also, that CBI director story, hmm. in which uh, the FIR was filed. See, they are just. I think Prashant Bhushan. I mean, is a kind of guy who can even f- if he finds something against his father, he will just. Hmm. blurt out and he will <laughs> he will tweet and he'll do anything mm. so he may sometimes go overboard especially now when the government has tamed you know the judges of high courts and the supreme court when 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 nothing is you know going against the government so many things are happening but every decision is going in favor of uh, you know the government so in that context i mean this guy has become more brazen Prashant Bhushan. So I have cha- seen a change, you know, in his tweets. He is tweeting anything. Hmm. He is he is really angry. He is really angry. So so because because the system is such now they are not. Hmm. So so now the judi- I see it more, you know, from the government angle. The government through judiciary is trying to tame, you know, such people. People like Prashant Bhushan who are publicly. I mean, they they are very good people for public for for right. the human rights. Right. So 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 that's how I see the entire. That situation. is, I mean, it tells you about the quality, the character of people who stop that court. This is the world's most powerful court mm. anywhere in the world. Mm. No court in the world has as much power on compared to the executive and the others than anybody else. And this is the level. And we were talking about telling Uttar Pradesh to uphold the mm. law of the land. I just today figured out. So there was this about the. after the abrogation of 370 lots of cases came to the supreme court one case was about the arrest of lots of minors illegal illegal detentions basically i had missed it at the time this happened in december 9th december apparently so the case came petitioner said that minors are being illegally detained they're not being arrested they're not being charged with anything they're being taken to the police station and that was happening at the time kept there for the day left tomorrow they had to go again guess what the supreme court said and i found this out today because i had missed it mm. they said so what is the big deal police are taking them and keeping them there for a day and they'll bring them back it's for their own good it doesn't matter that these are illegal detentions mm. it 
I mean, even it's if you shocking, yeah. Some detain somebody for yeah, I mean, I mean what look, is illegal is illegal. Look at the timing. In fact, they're going against the law. They, they now it's very casual. Yeah. Not. I mean, look at the timing. The Supreme uh, today there's a very good edit, uh, you know, in the Indian Express on this issue. I mean, and very rightly pointed out. There was a case of habeas corpus in uh, Kashmir when the yes. leaders were detained, and the Supreme Court had no time, fucking yeah. time to entertain those cases. They said, "Ki ham tab dekhenge, tab dekhenge." And, and in this they... case, I mean, when and look, when 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 there is uh, epidemic, and they have got time to take sumoto note of these two tweets. Even at that time, they took sumoto note of some random cases, and they were like, "Oh, we don't have time yes. for the Kashmir case." And what is worse, so what is, even what during is the, the Delhi sensitivity? riots? I mean, look at the sensitivity of the. Uh, the Supreme highest court, uh, yeah. court of part that habeas corpus case first they didn't hear it for the longest time when they heard they told the government you have one month to yes. produce mm. the people yeah. and which is against the constitution the whole idea of ah, habeas corpus is that goes yes. out of the window yeah. yes. that the whole yeah it's ridiculous no but even as the law exists now so correct me if i'm wrong but a while ago i had read the law cuz i think on on uh, news on you had written a piece on this or maybe it was some other platform the law says that you cannot ascribe motive to the judge regarding a judgment you can criticize a judgment you can criticize a judge but you cannot ascribe motive that this judge has given this judgment because he or she was paid or made a favor or did this you can say judge ko samajh nahi aata judge ko angrezi samajh nahi aati ya judge ko ye issue hi samajh nahi aata ki judge bahut primitive hai or you can say ye judgment isliye bhaddi hai kyunki ye ye nahi hai as long as you're not ascribing motive yahan par motive kahan hai so that's the thing when you ascribe the motive then it is a report If you ascribe a motive and if it is your opinion, then it is against. But if you, if say I find I I look at a judgment and I see a ju- this judge, why did he deliver this judgment? So I look into his records. I do a reporting. That, that and then is, I that's not allowed. Out. That's contempt. That, uh, that they call contempt. Motive. They call so, that contempt. Uh, that is the thing. So this says this thing, right? Like almost every legal concept, they have interpreted it in the broadest possible terms. So anything can be a motive. You are ascribing a motive. If you say a judge is on a bike which is owned by a BJP person, that's a motive. You are saying they can say you are implying that he is whatever bought by the BJP. If I am saying that a judge has a primitive mind, then I am implying that <laughs> you can interpret it any which way. That is the problem. That's how it has been interpreted over the last few years. Every everything under the sun, like no, if you, you say go, about a judge goes under if, the contempt. If you go by the spirit of the constitution and spirit of the uh, you know democracy. then i think most judges will ignore such there won't be so many uh, yeah. content notices but prashant bhushan rises them up quite a bit huh? it's not the first time that he's gotten into a uh, oh this is the uh, second time he's second chief it, judge, uh, the, the first one is still yeah. pending by the yeah, way yeah, yeah. They, they they the supreme court i would say had no courage at that time to you know handle that contempt they haven't otherwise they should have folded it within 2 months but that's also because how many other lawyers you know who uh, actually speak about this yeah, prashant bhushan is many. one tough cookie i have a couple of other emails i mean i can't like i said we have a lot of emails guys i'm sorry i can't read all of them out although i have read them there's this one really long one about from uh, one of our subscribers from telangana it's from sumavarsha even if you don't read on the podcast consider the suggestion so sumavarsha yes I've read your email we shall definitely I will share it with the team and uh, you've spoken about of course Telangana that it was not an event it was a movement over a lot a long time so fine point taken uh, thank you so much for this email I have read it I shall share it to the team as well then we have another couple of suggestions from a bunch of emails uh, one suggestion is that we should tell up in advance like this hafta we should announce who is going to be the guest next hafta 
so that subscribers can send in their questions aditya is that possible how uh, when do our hafta guests confirm is it like just the day before two days before guests cancel also no? but i think Sometimes for next week we know na we are getting suraj next week so so we, for next week at least we can okay we yeah then something major happens and we change it basically what happens is yeah that while uh, aditya does have a list of people who he has kind of reached out to and invited if there's a big event then we would want someone from that area of expertise whether it's china defense matters whether it's from assam and sometimes a person confirms and can't make it and promises to come the next week so that person does come but can't make it on that day because some of our guests are also reporters in their own capacity and they have to be you know they pulled out to do some other stuff but we shall try to do this as often as we can and a uh, huge appreciation has come in for manisha you last nuisance episode was 10 Finally. on 10 at par with john oliver oh ho however after 100 episodes can it be conducted in a similar manner as john oliver which is a 5 to 10 media rant 15 to 20 minute on a serious issue like medical yeah, yeah, health yeah. education yeah we're going to we're going to rethink we're going to sit and think about what we're going to do after the 100th episode so yeah on my famous holiday so guys so so many well, I'll emails be staring from staring at the alps and the alps but is she getting a holiday sir no no she's not <laughs> i am you saying no i am going you are going to kashmir yeah kashmir bhi aa sakti hu i can sit on jhelum no. by the banks of jhelum sit on jhelum indians not allowed bank. not Indian. after the domicile laws <laughs> fine uh, they're not allowing people i mean what is the right now can is of the entry into kashmir now everybody i mean it's basically a settler colonial project for all practical purposes so one can buy property also yeah there koi अच्छी सी खरीद के बताओ सो थैंक यू सो मच सब्सक्राइबर्स यू गैस गिवन लॉट ऑफ इनपुट्स लॉट ऑफ सजेशंस एंड क्रिटिक एंड क्रिटिसिज्म व्हिच इज ऑल वेलकम थैंक यू सो मच प्लीज डोंट स्टॉप गिविंग अस क्रिटिक एंड फीडबैक दैट यू थिंक वुड मेक अस बेटर फॉर वन आई प्रॉमिस टू ट्राई एंड बी मोर सेंसिटिव आई जनरली थिंक इट इज अ वर्च्यू दैट इज वर्थ एस्पायरिंग फॉर आई डोंट थिंक इट इज pointless i think it makes you a better person uh but yeah every now and then if we are told what we are doing wrong and right it helps us if we have anything else you want to discuss we can otherwise we can wind up with a discussion i have a very special song for biplab day that i'm going to end with today you can guess it's been it'll be in punjabi <laughs> so uh, recommendations for the week ladies and gents i will uh, recommend uh, you know pratap bhanu mehta's article we i think last early this week or last week uh, we uh, you know he said it how the state has launched a legal assassination of uh, you know people like vashwara rao and mm, sudha right. malhotra so it's damn good story very good that's editorial right? indirect ah, yes, yes, very so good opinion piece nice. okay there's a report on kashmir on the impact of the last year of lockdown in kashmir and it's been prepared by this forum for human rights in jammu and kashmir it includes nirupama rao रामचंद्र गुहा मेजर जनरल अशोक मेहता एयर वाइस मार्शल कपिल काक जस्टिस बिलाल नाजगी गोपाल पिल्लाई द फॉर्मर होम सेक्रेटरी एंड देर इज राधा कुमार हु इज द फॉर्मर इंटरलॉक्यूटर एंड जस्टिस मदन बी लोकर द सुप्रीम कोर्ट हु रिसेंटली रिटायर्ड सो दे हैव प्रिपेयर्ड अ रिपोर्ट एंड इट इज आई मीन इट्स बियॉन्ड डिप्रेसिंग वट इज हैपन्ड जस्ट द इकॉनमी पार्ट आई मीन लीव अवे दल द लॉस टू लाइफ एंड प्रॉपर्टी एंड एवरीथिंग फोर फाइव पॉइंट थ्री बिलियन डॉलर्स दैट्स अबाउट फोर्टी थाउजेंड करोर that has been lost in the last one year because of the crackdown and the lockdown and everything wow the apple industry which is like our greatest mm-hmm. source of income alone has lost about 22000 crore because they couldn't get to the mandis on time and everything but the report is not yet out it's not i mean it's out it's not online so i'll just send a link to a story which talks about this you can yeah check it out yeah, and th- i think the report will be online soon so we should but the 22000 crore figure is also 
eerily similar to the Central Vista project. So you know where that money is going. Manisha Fande. So once again, uh, Vivek calls peace. India's unreal estate. Why you still can't afford to buy that home? Bookmark it. Read it on a laptop, preferably. because it's a better reading experience and a piece uh, by robert right since we were talking about bari vais why is everyone so mean to bari vice right vice or vice how, how do you whatever it's an interesting piece I don't agree with all of it but it's still interesting a counter view psychology of tribalism i have a recommendation which i mean i don't know this was borderline you can be tried for recommending something uh, you can be probably hold up for uh, sedition <laughs> for recommending something like this right but before I'll, you i'll explain but before i come to that recommendation i would recommend everyone listening in since we are trying to make this website a completely smooth friction free experience for our subscribers and even non subscribers because not all our content is behind a paywall for that duration we can't put that paywall up because it would make the experience very buggy till we have sorted all those issues out during that time it is very disheartening when many of you just don't subscribe because what that shows is that unless one pulls it behind the paywall the hafta you don't think the rest of the stuff is worth paying for and that is actually why news laundry exists hafta is just a side product it's it's the by product that comes out it's not the main oil it's the plastic that's coming from from manufacturing petroleum and naphtha and diesel from crude so do continue to subscribe even while we are fixing our payment gateway and our firewalls and our paywalls because we do have to continue to pay salaries we have to continue to pay rent and we'd like to reward people who do good work well and not always ki bhai if you want to become rich go become a politician you know you should just be comfortable i'm not saying you have to buy them porsches but surely you can pay for news if you're consuming it also there's an email that i got which the title is it's putre kulu sravani has uh, said she's a huge fan uh, of hafta her husband uh, and she's listening to it although her husband's a fan she clearly is not yet So um thank you uh, you know for your mail I you know because we've lost time I can't read out the whole mail but you said it's you know really unfortunate when you have to listen to people say Tamil Nadu instead of Tamil Nadu or Kannada instead of Kannada and it's you say that it's often a disrespect of a region or language or people if you can't pronounce their names correctly a and you said that you know it has to do with you don't respect people of that region you will be disappointed and very depressed to know that i'm half tamil my mother is a tamilian from tirunelveli even though my dad's punjabi uh, so i don't think it's a disrespect yeah, yeah sometimes you don't not, know you don't I like mean, for the barry vice it just reminded me like yeah. this barry vice it's vice vice i don't know and i don't get offended when a westerner you know when i go for panels you know whenever i'm invited internationally they can't pronounce my name abhinandan ab kon pronounce karega ab mujhse आज तक मैं आर्नी का इतना फैन हूं मैं आर्नी को आर्नी बुलाता हूं क्योंकि मुझे शॉर्ट्स नहीं करनी प्रोनाउंस होता मुझसे सो इट्स नॉट अ डिसरिस्पेक्ट यू नो समटाइम्स इट जस्ट डजंट रोल ऑफ द टंग दैट इज यू डोंट नो यू मे नॉट नो व्हाट इट इज सो यू कैन करेक्ट द पर्सन एंड द पर्सन कैन जस्ट लर्न इंस्टेड ऑफ जस्ट सेइंग ओ दिस इज डिसरिस्पेक्टफुल बट इफ दैट पर्सन डजंट लर्न इवन दैट्स ओके आई मीन नो आल्सो आई मीन डिफरेंट लैंग्वेजेस हैव डिफरेंट वर्ड्स डिफरेंट प्रोनाउंसिएशंस फॉर द सेम थिंग राइट आई मीन फॉर इन कश्मीरी आई कांट से तमिलनाडु आई मीन आई कैन बट आर दिस थिंग इज डिफरेंट राइट इन उर्दू इन पर्शियन अदर लैंग्वेजेस विल बी अ डिफरेंट थिंग so no disrespect meant it's just that you know things roll off the tongue we get used to certain things we should try to you know i guess pronounce everything correctly but it's just may not be able to do that yeah it's a bit tough so uh, my recommendation is this podcast uh, which is a bonus podcast on npr planet money it's called the kerner commission and i'll just tell you why i'm saying that today's day and age it may be dangerous to suggest something like this 
The Kerner Commission was actually set up by President Lyndon B. Johnson uh, following what is called the long hot summer of 1967. Like now that, you know, after George Floyd's murder, this whole police reforms became a big deal. So that time, because he couldn't ignore it, and it, it was a riot that had spread across cities across America. So he set up a commission to answer what happened to cause the protests, why did they happen and what should be done. And this was basically because, again, some police officers had like, it was one particular case that triggered it, of course, you know, killing a, a black man unfairly. Or was it a woman in this case? But the, the important part for this is that the commission that was set up, it had, I think, nine members. The vice chairman was the mayor of New York City. The chairman of the commission was actually a conservative who wanted to be elevated as a judge. So, you know, the president would have a hold on him. The commission, when it submitted its report, they were afraid that it will be buried, so they leaked it to the Washington Post first. And what really angered President Johnson was that this commission had eight or maybe it had ten people, nine white members and one black. When they went to the ghettos to see how the black folk live and what they have to deal with, many of them started empathizing with them having taken to violence. And this was a commission set up by the President of the United States, which borderline justified the violence and they said, we will not call it a riot. Because when you close all avenues of protest, violence is the only avenue you have left. And I think it's fascinating that this commission could submit such a report in a country. And while we keep criticizing America and we keep doing this, and I have said this many times, me, the commie lefty, me, the Che Guevara poster boy, me, all that thing, I have said this several times, America is and in the foreseeable future will continue to be the greatest country in the world because this is the kind of self-confidence the institutions have in themselves that they can put out such a thing. And all nine people were not put into prison and uh, the Supreme Court said they have said issues. And, and in contrast, you must see what is happening in India. Times and again, I have seen the government spokespersons uh, so, and government spokesperson, yes. I mean, bureaucrats, let's say, say among the bureaucracy, the police spokesperson and uh, BJP, of course, they are holding Shaheen Bagh responsible for Northeast rights, right. which has That's no what fucking to build connection. Towards, yeah. right. no they connection. are building it up. Mm. They are, and, and times and again, I have seen the Delhi police talking like that, mm. and I have seen. Uh, I mean, even, even with the, the activists. Huh, what activists. happened with Bhima Koregaon? I mean, forget Shaheen yes. Bagh, they're trying to build yes. up Bhima Koregaon, yes. the guys who did the violence of Scott Free. After Bhima. It was just uh, the yes. activists who've been Absolutely. arrested, languishing in jail for two years now. I think what this piece demonstrates is that in a democracy, if you shut down every institution and you compromise every institution and every pipeline for protest or, you know, correction or reform, then you only leave one line open. And that's never a good thing for any country or society. On that note, thank you, panel. Thank, thank you, you, listeners. Bye-bye. I would like to dedicate this song to Tripura Chief Minister Biplav Dev. Yeah.
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.